Welcome to the Bad Tutors Podcast. If you're here for the newest, up-to-date, and accurate information about the nerdy topics that are near and dear to your heart, well, let me tell you, you ended up in the wrong place. Here, we are all about hot takes and grandiose displays of misinformation, so stick along for the ride and you might just blow a blood vessel or two. So Tyler, as I'm sure you know, we just had Thanksgiving this last week here, and uh, I felt the need to do something a little festive for the occasion. And continuing on the trend of episodes that we have been, it would be very quirky, wacky, and wild to do an SCP-themed Thanksgiving episode. But you Does know what? Such I don't know what the fuck that would be. I don't. I don't know what that. Yeah, I don't know what that would be at all. So I'm not doing that. Instead, what I'm doing is I'm gonna steal your thunder a little bit here and talk about Monster Hunter. You bastard. Um, this. This idea is partially stolen from a number of people. It's kind of my amalgamation of a number of things. For one, uh, every episode of Unraveled by Brian David Gilbert, I suppose mainly uh, his Pokemon edibility one, but also stealing a concept from our friend Trevor from my birthday event where we all made PowerPoints. Oh, God, I know and where this he is going. The most bangable monster hunter monster uh i have created what i would consider to be the list of uh what monster hunter monster would be the best for your thanksgiving day meal like mm, so tasty or okay exactly yeah so that's where we're gonna be going All right. with this uh this is going to be i would say somewhat obviously an incredibly subjective way to go through what I'd say through my rankings are my top 10 from Monster Hunter World and Monster Hunter Rise, including the DLC. Uh, the other games are not included. There are a few things I would take like to take into consideration as to what I believe would count into my best monster to eat. One to take into consideration is variant monsters and elder dragons are not on this list. This is only base versions, or I suppose technically a couple of the Monster Hunter Rise DLC are inherently variants, but it's the only version of it we see in the game, so it's fine. Um, now, while a lot of this is going to be somewhat based on the location and the environment of the monster, so like things they eat, the kind of location they're actually in, it's mostly going to be based on vibes strict vibes how good do i personally think a rathalos looks to eat that's that's where a lot of this consideration for the scoring is going to be coming from uh secondly this is based off of my head canon that everyone in the monster hunter universe a celebrates a version of thanksgiving and b they have to do it communally if every village uh, individual families are eating on their own instead of, say, in the guild hall is one big group that any Anteca roast with a side of stone corn and plumpkin are going to do the trick for you and your family of four. So I'm assuming that the top hunters of the village go out in like a little bit more showy of an event to go get the, the meal for the day. <laughs> and it's one of the large monsters. Okay. So that's that's the framing of this list. There's a couple of hoops to jump through, but that's where our starting off point is, all right? Are there any initial questions based off of that information? 
No, go ahead. Just, just, yeah, just go ahead. <laughs> yeah, and just the basing for the next like twenty to thirty minutes of your life. Um. So, uh, the next thing that I want to talk about, obviously, are my criteria for how I would rank these things and what makes them go as they are. Uh, we have three criteria. If you look at our little spreadsheet that we're going to be talking about of what I would think makes the best meal, the best meat for this meal. The first is ease of acquisition. The second is tenderness. And finally, taste. Now, ease of acquisition being the first one. It might seem like a little bit of an odd inclusion, but, you know, like we all eat turkey for Thanksgiving every year because it's mass produced and easily accessible at the grocery store. I'm willing to bet that if they didn't grow turkeys on a farm, then people would be a lot less likely to eat that as their main protein because then they'd have to go out and hunt them every year. And most people aren't going to do that. So how easy the kill is should be an important factor even for a special meal within the Monster Hunter universe, because you wouldn't want to lose your best hunters on a whim just to go get the most dangerous monster, even though it might not be as tender or tasty. So you got to have ease of acquisition in here, even though some of the easier hunts might not be as tasty overall, they're going to taste better knowing that you're not down four of your best hunters. So that's why that's on the list. Second is tenderness. Okay. Now, while it is not the end of the world, if your cut of meat is a little too tough, uh, it limits what you can do with it, is my argument. Uh, you don't want to be taking a bite of pan-fried Tigrex steak, but a nice Tigrex goulash, slow-cooked for a uh, majority of the day, might be absolutely delicious. That might be one of the best things you've ever eaten. Uh, so this was very heavily decided on how quickly and how much a monster moves as that would make the muscles tougher as it is in our world and that's pretty much as far as i got with this criteria is i lack a very basic understanding of biology and anatomy in the real world let alone monster hunter versions of those disciplines so it's going to be a lot of that and then uh there's certainly a consideration to if they have uh some kind of an armor or a shell then uh, the meat is normally more protected, so I feel like it has uh, a chance to be tender, more tender. I don't know if that's how it works in the real world, but that was what was in my head when I made this list. So uh, that's well, where your tenderness maybe. score is coming from. Okay. Like, I feel like there's a logic to it, especially in a world like this. Maybe not as much in our own real world, but that's that's besides the point. Okay, so, sure. And then third is taste. Uh, I feel like this one is fairly self-explanatory as to why it would be on the list. But this one, where the other two I feel like have scientific backing would be way too strong of a word. But, you know, an amount of logic put into them. Not a high amount, but an amount. This one is purely vibe-based. If I think it'd be tasty then it's a higher number, and if I don't think it would be tasty, then it's going to be a lower number. Uh, unfortunately, that does put all four fish at straight zeros, so take that what you will. Take away from that what you will. But, sorry, all three fish. There's a one you're, other you're monster. Wrong. Only okay. four monsters got straight... Only four monsters got straight zeros, 
and all three of the fish are that and that's part partially because fuck all the fish they just they got stray zeros uh the other one uh i'll i'll hold off on for a moment but so i i was planning on going through this and giving you the top 10 there are currently sitting on this list 61 i unfortunately had to cut exactly eight elder dragons because the list was at 69 and that makes me sad but hey you know whatever um I was going to go 10 to 1, and then if you had any specific questions of monsters that you feel like you might disagree and you might think they're particularly tasty, uh, we can compare what we would put our results at was my plan for the rest of this. Uh, okay, sure, go ahead. I've thought nothing about this. What was What is your guess for the number one monster on this list? Uh, I think it'd be Kazu. Or maybe interesting. Okay. Or maybe. Uh. Yeah, I'd probably throw Kazu as my guess. Well, said. stop. Okay. Okay. So as I said, I'm gonna start with ten and work my way up. Uh, barely getting edged out here. I will say is Azeros. Which came in, all of these were rated 1 to 10 for a maximum of 30, I should say, as well. Right. Azros had a 23, as did Great Jagras and the Cenotar varietals. Okay. But Hermitar just barely edged it out. I uh, This, I believe, came down mostly to the fact, is, as I said with a shell, I feel like the shell is going to keep that meat nice and tender on the inside, even though... Yeah, the giant crabs. Uh, shellfish giant aren't my... Crab legs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so shellfish isn't my personal favorite, but I can admit where that would be good. So that one just barely edged that one out. Uh, also at 24... We're going to have two more at 24, actually. You're going to be uh, probably upset with number eight on this list for my reasoning. Uh, the next one we have up here is Tetronodon. Okay, I can see Tetronodon. Now, I feel like this one, yeah. that one kind of makes sense. Yeah, that's going to be somewhat like an alligator of sorts yeah. in my mind. Alligator mixed with turtle. Like, those are both known to be rather tasty on whole. So I feel like that's just going to be a pretty good one. True. Eat it out of on average. the shell. It's not terribly hard to hunt. You can eat it right out of the shell. It's one of our starting monsters in Monster Hunter Rise. It's pretty accessible to, I feel like, uh, certainly to veteran hunters, if that's who you're sending out for your meal. But you're right. I am even if you want to send out some newer guys, there you go. I'm upset. That's I'm a, upset a solid with pick. number eight. Yeah, yeah, I figured you might be a little upset with number eight, because the answer to that is it is Basarios, and so wrong. I feel like being coated in all of the minerals, and I understand that this is not, so I have written down in the notes for some I of see these that, yeah. uh, monsters, is that I have salt baked written under Basarios, and what Tyler is correctly going to say is just being covered in rocks is not the same as being salt baked. Yeah, and the other thing being is salt baked is taking salt and putting eggs in it and completely coating something. Can you but can you when you question, think about the fact that he also I have a question. cooks himself a little bit probably when he explodes with fire. 
<laughs> He's slowly cooking himself. I have a question. Have you considered this? this? Okay, yeah. When you chop Viserios' tail, do you see any, like, meaty anatomy? Because every other break on him just reveals more rock. Um, is this a, a gotcha or a genuine this question? This is a genuine I question because I, I don't know. I feel... Can you chop his tail? I play Gunlands. Yes. I just break everything except for the tail. You Everybody can... else do it. You can chop the tail. Okay. Um, let me see if... I cannot think if there's meat or not in it, though. I don't know the answer to that question, but I there has to be meat in there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, well, I most like certainly, most certainly solid there rock is, monster. Right? But I guess what I'm getting at is uh, I don't think this is a uh, sea urchin type deal where it's literally like the most hard, tough exterior that is like extremely dangerous, yields basically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a buttery organ soup like sea urchin does um yeah i i think this i mean he's got he is poisonous and explodes and shoots a laser beam let me hit you with the fact that he also produces tryptophan and puts you to sleep which is commonly associated with thanksgiving (laughs) okay sure fine listen it's your list it's your list you know yeah, I think that is it gravious is. that puts people to sleep. I think it is gravious that puts people to sleep. Stop! Um, yeah, he does. But salt. he might be salt-baked, though. And that would be pretty delicious in my mind. If he's not salt-baked, he's much further down on this list. I'll give you that. Uh, however, next. This one, I feel like you might disagree with the end reasoning that I gave, but I think you'll agree with the ranking of it overall and that's royal ludra yeah no now i feel like uh yeah like the lizard meat on its own is i think just going to be good it's a lounger it doesn't do a lot of movement and it's skating around on water when it's doing like all of its really fast stuff so like i feel like the meat isn't going to be too tough overall and this is where you might somewhat disagree with what you want but like i want his mane to be like a firm tofu texture no, that's that's and it kind of like takes is, on, you know? yeah, right. It kind like it take on the flavor of whatever Spongy, you're cooking it yeah. with, and I think, on average, he's eating fish and stuff. I think I think he's on on his own going to taste good, but then the the main itself, the spongy main, is either going to be some kind of a dessert. I could also see that, or it's just going to be like going into soups and other uh, accoutrements for the meal and i think he'd be a very delicious addition to your thanksgiving meal probably his tail especially sure yeah this is a a nice spot for royal luja the next one you're gonna see on this list is lagombi should probably i'm gonna be honest with you i feel like a lot of (laughs) i feel like a lot of the top 10 are uh real world equivalent animals because a lot of the other ones i look at them and i go oh this could be interesting but what the fuck does you know, like, what does a garin golem taste like? You know what? Or a basil I'm not going like, to accept A garin golem, in fairness, probably tastes like a monkey. I'm not going to accept this. You don't? Because you have Anknasam. Which part do you not at accept? At 16. Yeah. Anknasam is a fucking goose or a swan. People eat roast goose all the time. 
They certainly do. And if I recall, I put the uh, the flavor itself up there pretty well, but I feel like it would be rather stringy. Okay. Yeah, the flavor's an eight. I feel like the meat itself would be tough and rather stringy. So I I stand by that. You made this literally impossible for me to, to argue catch. with because it's just vibes. <laughs> Subjective. It's just vibes. <laughs> it's not an argument. It's an I'm curious what your perspective also okay. is. I'll give you I'll give you a top um, three at the end of this. Okay, okay. That's fair. But like I said, I feel like a lot of these are just like kind of real world things. A Lagombi that's just a big rabbit. That's all that is. Um, like, a Ludroth, it's just a lizard with a mane. A Hermitar is just a crab. An Azros is a bear. Uh, we do have a couple on here that aren't that don't fall into this. The other two that I will say that do are Kulu Yaku, which, uh, similar to Aknasam, I just feel like it's a bit dumber and, does, and sleeps more, so it's a little bit less tough. It's like almost the only difference, and I feel like it tastes more like chicken. Okay, and it's a little bit—it's a little bit easier a, as well because, as I said, ease of claws, hunting. So. Exactly. Um, a bonbaro takes our number two spot. This is just some big deer, moose, something or other. Yeah, I don't know how much I can add to that. It got ten, ten, seven. Like, you know, I don't—I don't know what else to say on that one. It's—it is what it is. Um, the one that I don't think I'll have to defend myself on, I think it might, I don't know what your take on it'll be, is a Palomu. I feel like, uh, even though a lot of it is going to be very chewy when it inflates its neck, I feel like the parts of it that are not, I feel like this is going to be a very sweet dessert-like meat. That's just the vibe that I get from it. As I said, this is almost entirely based Interesting. on Interesting. Looking at Palomu's face, I get rodent vibe. So I'm thinking... I can like, see that as well. Nasty. This, what does it eat? See, Do we this know? is one of the ones... I don't know. That's the thing. In my head, I see it in the Coral Highlands, and I think of that as pretty, and then I think, hmm, it eats stuff that's there. It probably tastes good. Yeah. Maybe it eats maybe. wigglers. I don't know. Like, it might not. It could. There are a lot of these that I think are uh, either very good or absolutely terrible. And because I've never eaten them, I can't quite tell. But I agree. I could see it being like a little rat guy that it really tastes pretty shitty overall. But like, otherwise, maybe it's like quite nice. The As I said, the neck meat's probably very chewy, but maybe you make like a little haggis or something in there because it extends so much a blood pudding perhaps okay, okay. I, th I think there's options there's there's options with palomu it's an easy hunt uh certainly that's, that's the number four that's our number or sorry that's actually our number three because i'm forgetting about taking uh the <laughs> title line yeah, of this right, table into course. account so palomu is our number three benbaro is our number two and I know you can see it, but your vote for number one was Kezu, if I recall, correct? Yeah. So mine, I said it's Dodogama. This is just crazy. And this is crazy. So, ease of acquisition, obviously, is attack. Yeah. That's an easy He's fucking joke, fight. Yeah. I, I, there's no argument there. He's That's a joke of a fight. Tenderness? 
I feel like he's in such a hot area most of the time. I suppose you could knock ease of acquisition down based on where he's located. Okay. But as I said, I only kind of used that as hard and fast evidence. Um, so it, it only factors in so much. His tenderness, he's kind of moving around hot areas, rendering th- that fat all the time. But he can also like control his heat, obviously. He, he charges up a big rock, molten rock attack. Um, but he's a sleepy, he's just a little sleepy snooze bear of a guy. He's not moving around much. That's going to be some very tender amphibian or brute wyvern meat. I don't remember which fucking one he was. Um, and here's the thing. This is the most vibe check of answers of all of them. Cause I put taste at 10 because I think it will be good just in general. Okay. But the thing is, you're going to feel really bad, like guilty bad. Like, oh, I'm so bad after you eat it. So that just knocks it all the way up to 10. Because, like, he's the cute little guy. But, like, you know, you know he's fucking cute. And you know he tastes good. It's like uh, Galapagos tortoises. Like, they, okay, they weren't stop, supposed to stop, eat them, but then we stop. almost put them into extinction. <laughs> and then what I see that you uncovered on my little spreadsheet there is uh, when he fills up his mouth with all of the molten rock there's one of two ways it could go you could either make him a pat if you have a pat dodo gamma you could make a little fondue pot in his mouth and he could just melt stuff for you okay or if you kill him and make him into dinner you can still do the same thing you just need a heat source still so again very versatile there's a lot of things you can do with this that is extremely fucked People gotta eat, Tyler. And in the world where there's massive monsters, you think they're not gonna eat them? I think you're taking some what you massive do. L's on this list, okay? Yeah, that's fair. All right. This was put together hastily with uh, limited information. I agree with okay. that. All right. I will say, I put Kazu. Where is it on this He's list? He's at 17. That's 17. Is it 17? Oh, okay. I gave him... See, I feel like we came to almost the same conclusion because I put his tenderness of meat at a tat. Yeah. He does the least amount of movement and I completely agree that he's probably like just all fat and no muscle density. But I feel like his meat is slimy and disgusting. Uh that's why he's not higher up. I feel like that's gonna gonna be based on preparation. Uh I bet you like a fried cashew steak is really good. Uh, I won't deny that just the massive amount of fat content might be overboard, especially because it's not like a Wagyu beef style where it's just, you know, the cows do nothing but exist Mm -hmm. to be the most fat-saturated beef on the market. Uh, Kazu still is out there fighting and stuff. But here's what I want to bring yeah, up. Yeah, that's fair. The environment mm-hmm. that Kezu is in is a cold environment. So, uh, blubbery, lots of fat. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't move, and his element is electricity, which is not going to mm-hmm. inherently change the flavor of the meat or anything like that. Diet, I believe they sure, eat sure. poro. Or Anteca. 
Um, but I'm not yeah, sure. Anything I'm, wandering in decay. Maybe. I think it's kind of just anything that wanders into caves. Okay. Okay. So I would, seeking, I would actually shelter from the cold. I'm thinking Kazu might be like, like a number three or a number two for me. I think the one that you really, okay. you really missed out on I, is Diablos. Before you move to that. Okay. Interest. That's an interesting one. Cause I did think about Diablos with that argument for Kazu. I'd give it top five. Okay. I don't know if I'd give it top three, but I, I could see where you're coming from and I could see it moving up into the top five based off of that for sure. All right. So here, here's what I'm going to lay now, out for Diablos, Diablos. I'm interested in. Okay. This one. Yeah. And I'm going to. What you got? I'm going to bring where you. Where is he at real quick? Are to you the looking? Mediterranean. Okay, he is currently at number 37 in the list. I think he's life. either number two or number one. And let me, let me explain. Oh, okay. In the Mediterranean, Spain specifically, there is uh, this certain breed of pig that uh, roams meadows, uh, mm-hmm. and it is fed exclusively acorns. These are barico pigs. I'm sure you've heard of them. Okay. They're kind of infamous, right? Uh, I think I've like heard the name a little bit. Yeah. yeah, so they have like a very nutty taste naturally. Um, their fat content is very high because acorns are mm-hmm. fatty. Um, and they get that nice, uh, sort of. Uh, let Let's see. What's the word that I'm looking for? They get a nice taint to their meat from their diet. And now with Diablos, okay. do you know what Diablos eats? I do not know what Diablos eats. All right, so it's not a big thing in the new games, but in the old games, hunts were a lot longer. And a mm-hmm. lot of the times, the monster would get tired, and when it was weak, it and would go and eat. go and see them eat. Yeah. Diablos only ever eats at mushroom gathering spots. And the mushroom gathering spots that Diablos eats at is also the spots where you gather unique and choice mushrooms for gathering and delivery quests. So I'm not saying that he's going to have, you know, the most tender meat or anything like that, but his taste might be a 10 because it's just so unique and sought after for the mushroom flavor alone and i understand the one of the categories was accessibility and and the mm-hmm. uh ease of acquisition as you called it uh diablos is a little bit frustrating but the other thing See, i put diablos at a five in uh it, it's going i suppose at five it doesn't technically matter it's going 10 to one one being the hardest because i uh conceptualized this wrong and that's the only way it made sense to have the math work out yeah uh because i i put him at a we normally describe him as one of the wall monsters where once you know how to fight him it's pretty fucking easy overall but those first couple kills are gonna fucking kick your ass when you don't know how to fight him so i feel like that's like a pretty good five of like once you've mastered him it's not too bad okay but before you do it's gonna be a fucking pain you know what i mean yeah i feel you um, and the last one that's in my top three that I don't think is even on your list because I don't know if you've fought it yet is um 
Uh, oh, it is it is on your list. Why? Do, I'd say if it's in Rise, it should be. There. Why do you have Espanius so low? Because to me, Espanius is just pre-seasoned, like taco meat or something used in like the like Latin America. I feel like you're pulling that exclusively out of the name. In no, no, no. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. You. All right. All right. I have to, I'll hear you out. I have to figure it out. Okay. Astalos. I'll let you cook. I'll let you cook. Astalos, your reasoning yeah. was it gives you a numbing feeling. Is that because of the uh, paralytic lightning that it has control over? Yeah, yeah. Espinus does too. It can paralyze you. Yeah, but it also has poison and fire. Yes, I'm getting to those. I'll be real. Most things with poison, I put lower. Most, not all, but most. So, Astalos is going to have like that numbing feeling similar to like a very hot chili pepper that you eat. Uh, where like mm-hmm. it's it's spicy. You can't feel your face. Okay. Yeah. The fire. That's you know, that's bringing like that classic roasted flavor of like a roasted pepper or like fire roasted uh, corn or something like that. Char is being brought inherently into the to the meat. Uh, and that poison is probably the hardest thing to sort of uh, square away uh, when you're talking See, about consuming poison it. is one that when I thought about it, I it was a low factor to me because like when I said I don't know the anatomy of these things, like pufferfish is extremely toxic and will just kill you if you eat it if it's prepared incorrectly yeah but if it's prepared correctly it's fine like it's 100 percent fine to eat other than that little that little bit of like a numbing feeling that you get from like a mild bits of the toxin so like yeah i did kind of overall keep that out of the rankings because i'm assuming that everything is prepared correctly if it's poisonous yeah. Now, if it's venomous, I mean, I guess if it's venomous, it's the same thing. But that that is something I had kind of taken into consideration. So not like, I mean, I'm sure that a couple of these have like inherently poisonous meat if you like look into the actual lore. But I didn't do that, so it's not taken into consideration. Here, here's going to be my uh, logic in okaying poisonous meat. Um, in nature, things that are poisonous are usually poisonous because they need to be avoided by predators because they're otherwise defenseless yep. and they make for an easy meal. Um, mm-hmm. Not venomous, but poisonous. Uh, yes, correct. And in that distinction, I would say that Espanus is more venomous than poisonous. Because yeah, I'd say most of the monsters on this list I would define as venom. Yeah, so I feel like small monsters are going to be poisonous. Yeah, on average, I think. Um, I think for me, just the combination of two elements, technically three, but you know we're only going to talk about I'd say two. Three technically, um, because yeah. we're just kind of discounting it as as venomous more so. So you just remove the venom set. Mm. Um, 
the combination of those two elements also gets a very unique flavor. And I think that's something that uh, Thanksgiving dinners need because uh, too often. Uh, oh, that's true. That's true. Poor young people are uh, sort of squared away at the kids' table with uh, bland mashed potatoes, turkey, and the only thing of flavor on their plate is uh, the vegetables that they won't eat and the gravy that they smother the turkey and the mashed potatoes in. So that's my thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You need a little bit of variety okay. in your Thanksgiving dinner. So. I'll give you that, and I feel like that's what I was aiming for with a lot of this as well. Yeah, I would say yeah, uh, that makes sense. I'd my say. top three is probably Kazu, Diablos, and Espanus. Espanus. Stop. Okay. Okay. Stop. You're losing your mind. I, I'd say that's a pretty good top three. I feel like I am. I feel like I'll stick with my top three. Yeah, um, I don't I get do think, I think. I think Magnamalo. Would also be very good. <laughs> Magnamalo is such a, anything with blast spicy. is just gonna be like, um, God, what's a good example? You ever bite into like a fried chicken breast, just like a fucking animal, pick it up with your hands, bite into it, and you just get that shot of grease that goes like all over your face and stuff. Anything with blast yeah. element, that's what I'm thinking. Just is you're like ju- that. you're just getting that's blasted fair. with the flavor right up front. <laughs> Which is good to me. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, but everything with blast. Let's see. We have uh, not too many on here, really. What do we have? We have three: magnamalo, basil geese, yeah, brac, bracadillos, yeah, and then just variants. I think. Yeah, pretty much. Bless is not super common. Yeah. Uh, the it, other ones that I have... It's like a little weird... Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Like biologically and anatomically to really think of a good spot. Although Bracadillo's legs? Just yeah, a big like, haunch of Bracadillo's leg? That'd be pretty good. You know? I, I He's another one where I just said any of the brute wyverns are just muscly. They just be, they're gamey, they're muscly. They're not bad necessarily, but like you're going to have to go for it. There's, you're going to have to be slow cooking a lot of this roster. I that's think. true, but you slow cook an entire turkey. That's it. That's not, that's it. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with slow cooking them, but that's that's just my reasoning on some of them of like sometimes it's not what you want, but sometimes it is. That's It's not an inherent detriment. Yeah. Uh, a couple other side comments that i have one that i'm i'm just curious what your take on this was this i feel like uh titsiyaku or however you actually fucking say it the fucking paparazzo oh yeah i just put down in the notes it's a dining experience it's certain it's certainly one, flashy. i don't think it's very good it's flashy i think you have to save the, f- the receptors or whatever they're called in game that's, that's and, what you serve uh, the, before the you dig in Oh, okay. That could be interesting as well. I was thinking they have to figure out a way to make them flash one last time as you're about to start eating it. Because I don't think the meat is very good. He's very small. Again, I feel like he's very tough and stringy. And I also feel like he just doesn't taste very good. Well, he's fucking hang on. Hang on. Like you have his biological cousin ranked number five. 
Yeah. Yeah, Kulu and Titsu or Titsi or Titsi. They're like Yeah, but he's he's like purple and jumpy and looks awful and I hate it. Yeah, so Kulu is I yellow, like he, I tan, feel like he tastes jumpy like shit. and grabs rocks rather than flashes. So the I think like the main yeah. difference is like the flash receptors. Yeah, I feel like one of them tastes like shit though. <laughs> yeah, but I think if I took off the flash receptors and taped them to Kulu Yaku's head and then hit him with a coat of purple, you wouldn't be able to tell the fucking difference. I see. I disagree entirely. Have you never tasted either of these two fictional meats? I think you're out of your mind for holding that opinion. I, okay. Clearly. You know what? Listen. I'll let you have your, your made up opinion. Okay. It's not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I agree with most of these though. I wanted to make a case See, for I'm... some of the more like uh fanged wyverns, like Odagaran mm-hmm. or Zenogre, but I think you're right. They're just like too close to like a dog. And I can't think of anything Yeah, a lot of these like near dog or I cat had... that I like mm-hmm. sought out for their meat. Yeah. A lot of these I have. The issue is that like too close every to dog, single one of these is a too predator, close to cat. Yeah, and a lot of them I also have too close to human, as well. Like all of the monkeys, just um, like your your devil Joe take is just unhinged. Too brined, I hate pickles. It's just because I don't like. Yeah, I just don't like pickles. So devil Joe is trash. But like, I will say he looks. I put his tenderness at ten. I, I see like he that. Looks very juicy. He, I do think he looks juicy. I just think I would hate him. I think he could be if you like pickles. Because yes, I'm assuming he takes tastes like pickles. Uh, I think he could easily be a twenty three instead of a thirteen if you liked pickles. Yeah, but that's still that's but still not in your so top he's a 13. ten. Um, yeah, no, here's what I think. It's okay. just out of top ten. The dragon element really takes. Uh, Takes a what lot. What dragon it, 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 tastes it, like? Tell me that. It's tell me what dragon it takes, tastes it, like. It's a certain uh, flavor profile uh, that can only be described as, mm, so as sort of like uh, umami. You know, uh, it's just that mm, I don't know if I quite agree with it, that, but okay. I would just say it's like you know, like that almost sourceless savoriness that is added into a dish. Okay, you know, uh, sure. But I'll say this. All right. I'll say this. Um, Devil Joe, I believe... What is what is the like crazy Devil Joe? What is that variant called? Um, I don't remember. Is it like Brutal Devil Joe or something? Furious? Brutal? It's not Brutal. That's not right. Whatever, whatever like the really ramped up one is, that Devil Joe just has to eat and eat and eat because the dragon element is literally destroying its body. And because of that, because Savage Devil Joe, I think maybe Dragon Element is like a great tenderizer. Okay. So sure, here's my thinking. All right, you take your least tender meat or some of your least tender meat on here, 
like Magnamalo, right? You just that is just a, a fucking on it. You, yeah. You just you have Ma- Magnamalo, right? Okay. You just captured or killed Magnamalo. Yep. You take your pet Devil Joe, which has been uh, mm-hmm. uh, house trained and domesticated, yeah. and you order him like Daenerys from Game of Thrones to Dragon Breath Magnamalo, and then all of Magnamalo's mm-hmm, hard mm-hmm. plates and scales come off. And all that's left is uh, just beautifully tenderized meat. It's like putting him in a in a uh, marinade, and then like beating him down okay. with the meat mallet at the same time. That that's what I'm thinking. I could I could follow see in my line. Is being so an option to, to, for it. to recap, the dragon element is constantly liquid is, smoke. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's just liquid smoke. Dragon element is liquid. Maybe it's just liquid Dragon smoke. Dragon element is a little liquid bit smoke and out. like lime and lime juice. Lime because it tenderizes lime a little bit. Good. All right, all right. It just breaks down that muscle content. All right, Devil Joe blasting the spinous. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you slow cook that into like a burrito. Okay, and maybe you have some yeah. like good poro cheese. To go on top, okay. Mm-hmm. See, I'm I'm cooking yeah. here. I'm onto something. You are cooking. Uh, but yeah, that's enough. We can stop talking about this shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other two that I want to call out here are uh, there's one that I want to call out just because I think it's funny. Mizitsune, uh, also probably very tender, zero flavor. It's soapy. Yeah, it obviously. tastes like cilantro. That one's easy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then the actual one that I have at the bottom uh, that isn't <laughs> a fish, which is technically a fake answer, they should be somewhere in there, uh, is Leshen because he's just like a wood spirit guy from The Witcher. He might be a human spirit. I don't know. It's fucked up to eat him. I don't think you want to. Uh, it, that's all about him. But then because he's technically the lowest rated one. And he's also is one of the worst fights in Monster Hunter World. So, like, he did deserve the zero that he got there. Uh, the one that is the bottom but has stats, I put is uh, Glavinous. And I put it because I hate that fight, for one. I find it very annoying. Uh, and then I feel like he is very mobile and jumpy and slamming things down. I feel like he has to be tough to maintain his body structure. And I feel like he tastes very metallic, which is why I put his taste at one. And I'm curious what your thought on that is. Also, Gormagalic curses you probably don't eat it, but I think we can agree there. What is your take on Clavinus tasting? Uh, it's very hard. It's very hard to uh, debate that. Uh, the only thing that I could offer is the uh, what is it? Acidic or caustic Clavinus, whichever one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, acidic Clavinus. He would yeah. make great sour candies. Like, what? A, I can certainly what, agree like with his that. saliva or whatever yeah, it is absolutely. that is like actually the caustic part that he coats his tail blade with. That would would make amazing sour. That would make candies. the next great warhead. Oh sure. yeah, or yeah. like put it on like a. Uh, I'll certainly um, agree there. A taffy stringer and just get stringy sour mm-hmm. and like spaghetti sort of thing. That'd be amazing. I couldn't agree more um 
And I believe uh, that's where we're gonna where we're gonna wrap up this uh, dipshit fucking idea. Oh wait, yeah. sorry. There's one more thing. Um, which Monster Hunter chef is your favorite? Who do you want preparing your Thanksgiving meal? We've had a couple of them throughout the games. I feel like I I don't want to say anything before I taint in case I taint what you're going to say. I feel like there's some pretty clear front runners. All right. though, but who All right, who do on. you pick? For a Thanksgiving meal, it's got to be mm-hmm. the Meowskular chef, okay? They're just the amount of food that he puts in front of you See, that is what every I said hunt as well. is absurd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just in terms of, like, most appealing uh, chef, it would be the feline crew and uh, Elgato, the ones that ride the train and make your... Um, okay. Do you know? Do you remember what those uh, rice balls are? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the ones. Um, um, oh, yes. Yeah. Well, or oh no, the actual, the actual name of what they are. In yeah, I don't, eyes. I don't remember. Uh, yes, dango balls yeah. are some shit. I think it's made up for the game. I think they're a real balls, thing. I believe. I think. Yeah, maybe not. Are they? Because they just look like they might be. They just look like onigiri on yeah. a stick to me but i am not well versed in that culture so i could very easily wait okay so here's my reasoning for them as like my personal chef and then i'll fly in the mayoscular mm-hmm. chef for thanksgiving and like christmas yeah. feast okay uh it would be like having a hibachi uh style chef every night because they're like throwing food in the air uh you know they're they um they turn the rice into like rice flour with the hammers. Have you ever seen people do that? Yeah, like the yes, mochi. mochi yeah. yeah. So I could watch that shit. Yeah, I would. I would always watch that. Uh, and then they're like fucking mm-hmm. skirting around on a train. That shit's cool as shit. Delivering me food on a that train. That is a cool uh, cinematic. So yeah, you know they would be my personal chef, but uh, Miyaskyo's chef can can make my thanksgiving meal see that's interesting because i also said meowskular chef is my favorite of all of them but if we're talking specifically a thanksgiving meal i feel like um grand meowster chef uh the grandmother one in because grandma's is like specifically a holiday meal but i do agree that uh meowskular chef on whole best chef for sure yeah but grandma preparing your Monster Hunter holiday meal, also pretty good. Yeah, I'm kind of sad that... Uh, Rip back in the days when we had human chefs in For You and Jen. Not actually, but it, uh, that was an interesting change that they kind of just... I'm kind of sad that the... Like, they always they always helped. The hub still. chefs get no love from us, but they're just there. They're, it, that's just like a restaurant, you know? Yeah. It's all behind the scenes. Yeah, it's a chain yeah. restaurant. It's like an Applebee's. Yeah. It's a shame, but hey, the guild hall uh, in were in specifically in Iceborne had some dope shit. Them coming down those big ass stairs all the time that was pretty. Right. But you're right. I I do agree that on average, uh, they're they're not getting the same kind of love that one of the story chefs is getting for sure. Uh but I I believe with that, unless you have anything else to add, I think we're. 
officially going to end it there now that we know which chef we would both yeah that's good for me obviously the most important question yeah uh thanks for sticking with us for the probably one of the most dumbass esoteric episodes at least i've also wilson was on one this episode he is losing his mind and i don't know what it is that he wants have fun editing that out or don't i'm sure nobody will have an issue with it or don't just leave it in yeah just uh our third uh co-star you can you can stay in for a little bit certainly uh but yeah we we hope you have a great rest of your week weekend day whenever you happen to be listening to this next and we hope you had a great thanksgiving as well and finally we hope you tune in for the next episode of the bad tutors podcast until then i've been ian and i'm always tyler I don't have a closer. Do you have a closer? Um, no.